0: Mrs. Stratton? Yeah. Are you Edward Stratton III? That's me. Pleased to meet you.
1: Hi. I'm your son. Here we are, face to face, a couple of silver spoons. Hoping to find we're two of a kind. Make it a go, make it a pro.
2: everybody, this is Angela Bowen, the host of Together We're Going to Find Our Way, a Silver Spoons podcast. How is everyone's Sunday night going? I hope it's going great for you. I had a good day today. I went and saw the Bohemian Rhapsody movie and I thought it was pretty good. So I had a weekend of watching movies. Yesterday I actually watched three movies. I watched... Mulan, and I'd never seen it before, so this was a first for me, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I might eventually get around to watching Mulan 2. I also watched Born to be Wild, which came out in 1995 about a boy who uh, helps rescue a gorilla, and also The Amazing Panda Adventures, which I'd seen that one too. I think I had both of those on VHS, like, back when I was 13, 14 years old, so. But anyway... Today, we are talking about Season 1, Episode 10, entitled Father Nature. In this episode, Ricky convinces Edward to cancel his skiing trip and take him camping so he can advance to the next level in scouting. However, the trip turns out to be a complete disaster. This episode... On IMDB is got a 7.8 rating out of ten based on 23 ratings. This episode air originally aired on November twenty-seventh, nineteen eighty-two. Oh, we got uh we don't have trivia, but we got some connections here. The Andy Griffith Show. Edward whistles the theme music as he and Ricky leave to go fishing. Soundtracks. Home on the Range, performed by Joel Higgins and Ricky Schroeder, music by Daniel E. Kelly. So if you follow along on the Silver Spoons podcast Instagram page or the Silverspoons podcast Facebook page, you'll know that starting this week in November, I will be doing two episodes a week. Just for the month of November, though. So that way we can start Season 2 in January. Um, what I like to do, if you're a new listener, is I like to let you guys know where you can follow along with the podcast. You can go to Instagram at SilverspoonsPodcast and follow along. Or you can go to the Facebook page at Together We're Going to Find Our Way. So an unofficial Podcast page. And follow along that way. As the show starts to go on, I will do a little bit of trivia on the show. I don't know if everyone's really... I know everyone's probably familiar with, like, season one and stuff, so you can watch that and whatnot. But uh, we'll we'll just, you know, play it by, by ear as it goes. Do some trivia and quizzes and fun stuff like that if you would like to reach out to the podcast personally you can do so by sending an email to silverspoonspodcast at gmail.com if you have any memories of watching silver spoons or any particular episodes that you want to give a shout out to that really resonated with you as you grew up you can do that too um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you enjoy it, you can go to iTunes and leave a review under the Punky Power Podcast slash Silver Spoons Podcast. Alright, why don't we jump right into this? So we come out of the intro and Edward's at his desk and Leonard is having... Gosh, we have not seen Leonard since so what? Episode 2 it feels like? When Ricky threw a whooped cream balloon on his head. um, Edward plans to go skiing and he's asking Leonard to kind of come along with him as Leonard is kind of guiding him through the prompts on where to sign, where to date and everything like that on this piece of paper, this legal document. And I'm just thinking, who is Edward going skiing with? Is it it's not with his son or, or with Kate? I wasn't under the impression that Edward had other friends. So Leonard tells Edward he's more of a indoor kind of guy. He he doesn't like going outdoors. He's not an outdoorsy dude. And Leonard is really like, Hey, why don't we shoot up to Canada? Because Leonard tells Edward, like, um, there's no snow on the ground. That's what makes skiing the best, of course, is that you know, if you're gonna do that get some snow on the ground so edward says hey why don't we jump on a plane he's probably even got a private jet i'm sure that can take them to canada because there's a great ski resort up there so (laughs) edward is really trying to reel leonard in like oh i guess you're not interested in beautiful scenery and This and that. And then the one thing that he says that kind of piques Leonard's interest, like, oh, I guess you're not uh, interested in uh, beautiful women who uh, lavish in your company or something to that effect. (laughs) Because Leonard's out the door, but as soon as he hears the word of beautiful women, he opens the door like, oh, what was that now? Well, he's sold. He says, I'll meet you there at the airport. Because Honestly, like I said, who else was Edward? Just, was this just a ski trip for himself? Because he really had to sell Leonard on this idea of going skiing, even though Leonard does not like to be outdoors. Dang, as soon as Leonard closed that door, Edward ran upstairs. Cause, and we got Ricky and I believe Derek, who are like, it's like a Cub Scout version. But they're, like, uh, wearing, like, beaver hats or something like that. So this is the first time we've ever seen Ricky do Cub Scouts, like, at all. This might be a thing throughout, you know, the first couple seasons because they need to give Ricky some hobbies or or something to kind of build his character or give it some uh, depth. So I'm going to play this clip.
0: To rub it in, but I am a full-fledged badger while you're nothing but a lowly muskrat. <laughs> Derek, you pointed that out three times in the last five minutes. Oh, have I? I'm sorry. Okay, I guess that embarrassing blank space for your badger paws ought to be just keeps reminding me that I'm a full-fledged badger <laughs> while you're nothing but a lowly muskrat. <laughs> Keep it up, Derek, and there'll be an embarrassing blank space where your teeth ought to be. Besides, after next weekend, I'm going to be a full-fledged badger, too. Oh, sure. You'll never get your old man to spend 24 hours camping in the woods with you. No problem. My dad loves to spend time with me. Come on. Fathers hate to waste weekends on their kids. I mean, the only way I got my dad to go camping with me is to threaten to tell Mom all about his girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you know he had a girlfriend? I did I took a stab. my dad's arm. He'll help me get my badger paws. I hope so. I'm tired of being reminded that I'm a full-fledged badger while you're nothing but a lowly muskrat. <laughs> <clears throat> Jared, did your parents have any kids after they had you? Well, think about it.
2: <laughs> okay, so they're not uh, the Beaver scouts. They're Badger Scouts. Badger Patrol, which is on the boys' uniforms. And Derek is constantly rubbing it into Ricky's face how he's a full-fledged badger and Ricky's nothing but a lowly muskrat because Ricky just joined the badger patrol and has no, like, badges of any kind whatsoever. And we have to hear Derek say this umpteen times. And Ricky says, hey, after next week, I'll be a full-fledged badger because he's going to get Edward to spend, I guess, 24 hours in the woods just to earn a badge, an outdoor badge or something, or a a camping badge. And Derek is kind of throwing it in his face, like, are you kidding? Dads don't like to spend time with their kids on the weekends, They do what they can to get their, you know, schluff their kids off on somebody or have them go do activities by themselves or with their friends. And Ricky's like, you know what, Derek? My dad, I don't got a problem having my dad spend time with me, all right? He loves to spend time with me. (laughs) And Derek, of course, is like, yeah, when I uh, want my dad to, you know, for me to get this badge, I just had to tell my dad that I'd, tell my mom his wife about his girlfriend and Ricky just looks at Derek like your dad has a girlfriend and Derek is like well I just had to take a shot I just took a shot in the dark it's like oh well that oh my gosh is that why they get divorced his parents get divorced in season two Derek's parents sound really pitiful they saw her his the way he talks about his dad and his mom when he was saying hey i want to put harry in a nightgown you know the orangutan from um two episodes ago and put him in my dad's bed well, wouldn't your mom be sleeping in the bed next to him, or are they not sleeping in the same bed? That's a whole conversation for, like, down the road, I guess. But Ricky kind of gets Derek back with, oh, did um, your parents have any other kids after you? And Derek's like, no, why? And Ricky just looks at him and says, think about it. And this is when... Edward comes down the stairs. I wonder if he's going to remark on that, uh, on what Ricky just said to Derek. I'm just noticing that Ricky's got what looks like a baseball in his hand. He's got like a a badger patrol manual uh, handbook in his other hand. Of course Edward is going to come down and say, Ricky, that's an awful thing to say. Edward, you don't know Derek. You don't hear the things that comes out of that boy's mouth. You would be singing a different tune if you knew the real Derek Taylor. So I'm going to play this clip. (laughs)
3: Ricky, that's an awful thing to say to Derek.
0: But that is okay, sir. After all, I am a badger, and part of the badger code is to be kind to the foul-tempered.
3: Uh, that's a very nice sentiment, Derek. Kind to the foul-tempered?
0: Yeah, it comes right after a badger never pokes fun at another person's body parts.
3: <laughs> Who wrote this code?
0: Colonel W. Morton Strathmore. Who's he? Some old dead guy with a big nose. <laughs> well, isn't that what you said, Richard? Dad, I never... That's well, it's always a pleasure conversing with you, sir, but I'm afraid I must beg my leave. No need to beg, Derek. Just leave. (laughs) Well, goodbye, Mr. Stratton. Richard? Oh, I was going to give you the Badger handshake, but I forgot. I'm a full fledged Badger while you're nothing but a lowly muskrat.
2: Derek is always doing this. He's always sucking up to Edward, and then he turns. His own words around, it makes it sound like Ricky was talking about whoever wrote that handbook. <laughs> Again, Derek's like, oh, I am a badger. And part of the badger code is to be kind to the ill-tempered or the foul-tempered. And <laughs> Edward is like, eh, he's "Like that's great, Derek. And then he's like, "Foul, te- be kind to the foul-tempered? Like, why are you telling me my son is foul-tempered. He's like, who wrote these rules that you're describing to me? And he's like, oh, I don't know, it's some dead guy or something like that with a big nose. Oh, that's what Ricky said. Or what, oh, he calls him Richard. That's what Richard said. And then, of course, Derek's quick to, like, Get the heck out of there. Like, oh, well, you know what? I I gotta go. I gotta go. Uh, I, beg, I beg my leave or whatever. And Ricky says, oh, Derek, you don't have to bang. Just leave as he opens the door. Like, you need to leave. <laughs> Get out of my house. We are not friends. Oh, one of the other rules was a badger never pokes fun at another person's body parts. What? I thought it was going to get into some disgusting, perverted territory about touching body parts, but no, it's like, not making fun of another person's body parts. What, their head? Their ears? Their arms? Uh anyway. So now Ricky is going to tell his dad about the... Oh! I really, I want to say about their the boys' hats. They got these little badger tails, these long, they look like, um white raccoon tails with, um, the badger face up on, on the bill of the, the hat that's kind of pushed upward. It's just a regular hat that's got like a little beady button eyes and a little nose and it looks like a badger on the front of it. It's kind of cute. Well, okay. We know since Edward said it that Ricky's only been in the badger patrol for a week. Ricky's frustrated because Derek keeps rubbing it in that he is a badger and Ricky is a lowly muskrat, which has got to be the lowest man on the totem pole. And Ricky just really wants to earn at least one badge, definitely the camping badge, so he can rub that in Derek's face. And Edward does not know too much about it. It's like, son, you should be happy that you're a muskrat, that you're already a muskrat. And Ricky's like, Dad, as soon as you join, that's your rank is muskrat. The next level up is badger. I think. I'm gonna play this clip. Uh, How
3: this week's meeting of the Badger (laughs) Patrol goes, son?
0: Okay. But Derek keeps on rubbing it in that he's a full-fledged badger, and I'm nothing but a lowly muskrat.
3: Well, you've only been in a Badger Patrol a week. I think it's pretty good that you're already a muskrat.
0: Dad, as soon as you join, you'll automatically become a muskrat. I <laughs> mean, it's humiliating. All the badgers make fun of me. They treat me like I'm slime, like I'm dirt. Well, why don't you quit? Because all my friends are in it. <laughs> this weekend's my last chance to get my badger paws before <laughs> spring.
3: Well, how does a muskrat get his badger paw? Okay,
0: all we have to do is go camping from Saturday morning till Sunday noon.
3: Son, I'm not sure I like the idea of you and a bunch of kids spending the weekend in the woods alone.
0: No, oh, no, Dad. It's not me and a bunch of kids. It's me and you.
3: <laughs> Son, I'm not sure I like the idea of me and you spending the weekend in the woods alone.
0: You have a fantastic time. Dad, I, I, I dreamed about this all my life. How a would be with go my father. I keep picturing it over and over. Well, son, you see, I. First, we set up our tent. Then we go fishing. Well, that's that's nice, Rick. We catch I have six beautiful rainbow trout. And we cook them over a crackling campfire. When it gets dark, we, we tell ghost stories and sip hot cocoa. And then we fall asleep under the stars.
3: Wait a minute. We have a problem here. See, I, I already have plans. Oh. Well, son, I think it would be great for you and me to go camping sometime, but I was really looking forward to this weekend.
0: It's okay. You have have a good time.
3: I'm sorry. No,
0: it's okay, really.
2: Hi, Ricky. Okay, so it's the badger paws. That's what Ricky is trying to earn by going camping. And Edward's like, you know, I don't like the idea. Well, Edward even goes so far to say, well, why don't you quit then if all these kids are making fun of you because you're the on the, you know, the lowest ranking, uh, you know, the the muskrat. And Ricky's like, well, all my friends Okay, we only know Derek, and he's not really much of a friend. I want to meet these other friends. Anyway, um he mentions that I Gotta go camping to earn this one badge, the Badger Paws. And Edward's like, You know, son, I really don't like the idea of you and a bunch of boys alone in the woods by yourselves. I really, that doesn't make me feel comfortable. And Ricky's like, No, dad, it's supposed to be me and you that are supposed to be going camping. And Edward's like, You know, son, I don't like the idea of you and me out in the woods by ourselves together either. So Ricky paints this beautiful picture, like as Edward is trying to explain about his plans for the weekend. He basically, uh, Ricky says from Saturday morning to Sunday noon. So basically, 24 hours. We're gonna set up our tent. We're gonna fish at night. We'll tell ghost stories. We'll eat s'mores, roast marshmallows, that kind of thing. Look at the stars. Sleep under the star. It almost sounded like he was, like, setting up a romantic date or something. I don't know. Um, just the way that he's envisioning this, and it's like, he also, he's really kind of guilting Edward, like, I've planned to do this for so many years, and then you came along, and I realized that that dream could come true. And Edward's like, you know, son, I would love to do this with you, but unfortunately, I made plans to go skiing and I'm like Edward you have over two million dollars in your bank account you have every opportunity you could go skiing whenever this is for your son to do this to earn these this badge the badger paws and Ricky's like oh no dad that's okay don't worry about it I'll um You have a good time skiing. I'll just go up and sit in my room by myself in the dark. And that's when Kate comes in, and I don't, what is she carrying? It's not a pizza box, but it's, like, oblong and rectangle. What is it? It's not a briefcase. It's not a bunch of files, I don't think. But anyway, she's like, oh, hi, Ricky. He's like, hey, Kate, I'm going upstairs. (laughs) Poor kid. So now Kate's going to like, what's, I'm sure she's going to ask Edward, what's going on with Ricky? He's depressed. Wow, did I call that or what? Kate asks Edward, wow, is it my imagination or is Ricky depressed? I called it. I called it. And Edward kind of tells her, no, he's not depressed. He just, he wants to go on a camping trip. I already made plans to go skiing. What has she got? Okay, so it's like a box top that's like filled with stuff. I don't know what's in there. But Edward's going to explain to her the situation. I really hope she kind of says, Edward, you're a father now and you need, you can go skiing any time, any time. You need to be there for your son. So let's find out if that's what she says.
0: imagination or is Ricky depressed
3: he's not depressed he's disappointed in me and I don't want to talk about it okay okay fine Ricky wants me to go camping with him this week <laughs> wants to earn his badger paws See, I already had plans to go skiing with Leonard
0: oh well then you just can't go camping
3: well I could change my plans
0: great then change your plans
3: okay well, it's just that I've never been camping before in my whole life
0: Your father never took you? Never. Oh.
3: It's the one thing I'm grateful to him for. (laughs) No, Kate, I'd do anything for Ricky. Except go camping.
0: Edward, I don't understand. You love outdoor sports.
3: Camping isn't a sport. Camping is going to a place where there's mud and bugs and snakes. You don't have a roof over your head. You don't have indoor plumbing. I'm telling you, Kate, it's unnatural.
0: That's an interesting
1: perspective.
3: Well, on the other hand, Ricky has this big dream about how terrific it would be if we went camping together. I hate to disappoint him.
0: Yeah, well, he'll probably get over it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think.
0: Although, if he didn't, that disappointment could turn into resentment. And that resentment might develop into a cold, gnawing emptiness inside him. And that would alienate him from society and eventually drive him into a life of crime. So that he'll spend the remainder of his wretched days in prison. But you'll be able to visit him on weekends. That is, of course, unless you'd rather go skiing.
3: <laughs> hey, Rick? Get yeah, We're going camping.
2: Right. So did Kate apply the screws of guilt or what? <laughs> and the thing is that she brings up an interesting point. She, Edward, I don't know why he, he's just not a fan of camping. He says it's muddy, there's snakes, there's nowhere to go to the bathroom. You don't have a roof over your head. What is a tent but a roof in coverage over your body? That's a roof, kind of it's made of cloth, but it's a roof, right um and Kate even <laughs> brings up the fact which' come on, Kate, now you know you she asks, your father never took you camping, Kate, Kate, oh my goodness, we just talked about this in the last episode, right. He doesn't have, Edward does not have the best memories of having a relationship with his father. His father never really did anything for him because he was out making his millions of dollars. He didn't have time to spend with Edward. So, and I I guess apparently that was a good thing for Edward as far as that his dad never took him camping because... That's just not his thing. He's not into it. But I thought all boys like to go camping. I don't know. Maybe. It just depends on the person. Maybe. I'm not a fan of the camping. Jeremy's not a fan of the camping, which I'm kind of happy for because I'm just not into it. (laughs) I did go camping once with my my friend and his family. So, um, yeah, sleeping on the ground, even on an air mattress. uh, Still, you wake up stiff in the morning. Like, ooh, And Edward's all like, I made plans with Leonard to go skiing. So, up until that point, Edward had planned to go skiing by himself? And then he roped Leonard into going with him. It's like, come on, Edward, you've only had Ricky living there with you for a couple months now. You need to take these opportunities. Even if you don't want to go camping, because it's not a favorite thing, you do it for your son, because he's doing an activity that he has to earn badges for, and one of them happens to be spending 24 hours in the woods. Kate applies the screws of guilt by saying, oh, I mean, you could just, you know, not go camping with Ricky. You could go skiing with Leonard, and then Ricky resents you, and he's hurt, and then he takes up a life of crime, and then he ends up in prison, I almost thought she was going to say, and then he, res- your son resents you, and then he turns out to hate you, like you hate your father. I thought she was going to go that route, but luckily she didn't. But whatever she said to him worked. That guilt, really, the idea like, oh, my gosh, my son could be robbing banks and end up in prison or or, or stealing cars and wind up in pr- whatever. He just looks at Kate, shouts up to Ricky up, to, up the stairs like, Ricky, we're going camping, buddy. And you hear, see Ricky come down like, yes, yes, yes. He's excited. Oh, boy, this is going to be interesting. We got one person who's all about the camping and Edward. Edward even says he doesn't know anything about camping. Other than it's muddy, there's snakes, there's no facilities to do your business. Which, you're a guy, come on. Come on. It's a lot easier for guys than it is for girls. All right, so we got the outdoors. We actually get a timestamp. It says Saturday at 1 p.m. Ricky is getting the tent all set up. He's getting the, um... Putting the things in the ground that hold the tent up. I can't think of what they are at the minute. We see, um... Red sleeping bag and, uh, red, uh, bag thing that, (laughs) that, something that, like, holds all your gear. So Edward kind of comes around, uh, the corner from the back behind a tree, and he's got a little bit of kindling there that he cut with this axe, and Ricky's like, isn't this awesome, Dad? Isn't this so great? And Edward comes out and he takes this giant deep breath like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. This is amazing, son. I'm so glad we did this. (laughs) Things are going to fall apart really, really fast. What all did they bring for food? And please, Ricky, don't say, well, we're just going to catch fish. No, you need to bring other stuff. Isn't
0: this great, Dad? (laughs) Yes, it is.
3: something strange about this air. I know what it is. This stuff's got oxygen in it.
0: Tent's almost ready,
3: Dad. a <laughs> boy, son. I got the wood, you get the tent. We're a great team. This camping stuff's a breed. Ah.
0: <laughs>
3: Ladybug.
2: sit on the log and edward's like yep you're getting the tent taken care of i got the wood here for the fire where we make an excellent team and of course at first because edward starts to like a little mini freak out because there's a bug on his arm and at first i'm like oh i bet that's a mosquito no he said it's a la- a ladybug ladybugs don't bite you they're cute I, I assumed it was because it looked dark like a mosquito, like a big mosquito. Like, I hope you brought your mosquito spray and repellent and stuff like that, or a bug zapper or something to that effect. And Ricky also says how oh, this place is just great because it feels like no one else has ever been here before, has never set foot here, it's just nice and private and just made just for us, Edward finds a bra on the ground by the rock where their, um, their sleeping bags are, and (laughs) Edward makes a joke about it being a virgin something or other, and I'm like, oh my gosh, so clearly someone came out there to have Oh, so Everett's like, all right, son, what do we do? And Ricky says, well, I need you to grab the rope on the other side of the tent because the tent is currently flat on the ground and they're both going to pull from opposite ends. So it kind of makes the tent just poop, you know, pop up like a pup tent, which there's just enough room for two people to be in that tent and no more. It's not a big tent. And Ricky starts kind of giving um, directions, like, all right, I need you to tie it down in a square knot. A square knot? What's a square knot? That's got to be something with camping and Boy Scouts and stuff like that, right? They teach you how to make, like, knots. Like, those type of knots, I guess. I bet Edward's going to screw that up. I just have a feeling. He's not the outdoorsy type. And I'm sure that's gonna end in them getting in some form of an argument because it's gonna mess the ten up once they go inside of it and it's gonna collapse on them. I, I just have a feeling. Come
0: on down with the okay, what do I do? You get that rope over there, okay? Okay, we
3: pull together?
0: Yeah, on three. Okay, ready? Sure. One, yeah. two.
3: Too cool to tie a
0: square knot. like I'm totally sour. you know, like a
1: lanehead.
3: <laughs> wow, that's terrific! <laughs> hey, how about we go fishing? There's six rainbow trout out there with our names on
0: them. Yeah, we better get to the river before they fall asleep.
3: I didn't know that fish sleep.
0: Well, so they must. You know how tired you get after swimming all day. <laughs> yeah
3: but i thought i read somewhere that fish don't have any eyelids how can you sleep without eyelids even if you could how do the other fish know you're asleep i mean there you are in the middle of a dream some bass swims up to you and says, hey hey you asleep
0: don't be silly dad a fish would not sound that way underwater you'd say hey her,
1: you were asleep
0: i guess you got
3: a point there and
0: there's one more <laughs> I've always wondered about fish.
2: What's that? How can a fish eat and then wait 30 minutes before we're going swimming? <laughs> I like how uh after Ricky says, now tie it in a square knot, and Edward takes on this uh impression of like a 60s hippie, like, hey man, I'm too cool to put tie this in a square knot. <laughs> and then Ricky kind of uh Does his own little thing. He's like, I'm totally sorry because you're totally lame at it or something. (laughs) It's just, their banter is so cute. And I like that they're both wearing red. (laughs) So Edward grabs their poles like, hey bud, how about we go fishing? There's six rainbow trout out there with our names on it. And then they get into this kind of interesting discussion about fish and how they sleep or... Or, or if they sleep, and Edward's like, I read somewhere that they don't have eyelids. I thought fish sleep, they just sleep with their eyes open, right? I think. And we do hear a little bit of uh, Ricky's, I think it is, isn't it? A, it might be an accent, it's not, a, it can't be a speech impediment. It's not. He says, river and um, tired. It's it's cute. You know, I'm not making fun of it. I just, I think it's adorable. So as they're walking away, the one thing Ricky says he wonders is how a fish can eat and then wait 30 minutes to swim. I don't know. I'm not sure how that works. But, I mean, they're always constantly swimming, aren't they? Or are they just kind of, I mean, I don't think a fish is ever still for a moment. Maybe they are. But, <laughs> Edward, as they're walking away, Edward is whistling the Andy Griffith show theme. Because that was always, wasn't at the end, like, Andy and his son Opie were, uh, like, walking away as, uh, they both were, had been fishing? So I thought that was cute. Alright, we get another timestamp. Saturday at 6.17pm, so it's been about Five hours and 17 minutes. Already they've turned the forest floor into their personal trash can as we see food wrappers and packages opened up and just scattered all over the place. They've got to be sick from eating all of that food in five hours. I take it they didn't catch any fish. (laughs)
3: What the hell happened here? Wait a minute, Rick, wait a minute. was an animal. You mean an animal animal or a guy who grabs people by the legs and makes a wish? It was a bear. A bear? How do you know it was a bear?
0: Well, there's some tracks and, and there's some fur and other evidence. <laughs> this is all my fault. The Badger Manual recommends that you hang your fruit on a tree limb thought they were just joking. Rick,
1: yeah.
3: you don't think that bear might come back, do you?
0: Nah, I doubt it. Dad?
3: We imagined that. Is that too? No.
2: Naturally, I panic. Well, boy, was I ever wrong. I thought they ate all that food, which, if you think about it, in a five-hour time span, no, they would not have eaten all that food. Uh, it turns out Edward and Ricky get back from their fishing trip. I don't even think they caught anything because I didn't see any fish with them and they discover that their campsite has been their tent is torn to shreds all the food that they brought with them it's excuse me um has been eaten the only evidence is all the wrappers all over the place would a bear even leave the wrappers i i read a book it was i swear it was like back in may or june it was called Starry Eyes by um, Jen Bennett I think it was. And I remember those characters went camping and they said that you cannot leave any food like in your bags or anything. It's gotta be in a sealed bear canister that is basically bear proof. The bear can't get to it if they can't smell it so they don't know that it's there. And they're freaked out right now. Um... As we see, the bushes rustle, so something might be in those bushes that was eating all that food. But it doesn't look big enough to be a bear. And Edward does the fatherly thing. He kind of puts Ricky behind him, and then he goes for the axe that he had kind of shoved the head of the axe into that log. Although now he's having difficulty pulling it out. And then he's screaming at the bear, go, go away, get away from here. At one point, but when they first showed up and saw all this, they're like, hey, whoever you are, we have five guys here with guns. And Ricky has to impersonate, like, the four other guys. (laughs) Which is kind of cute. But now it's like, they got no food, they got nowhere to sleep. This reminds me of the Simpsons Call of the Wild episode, where the Simpsons get that crappy motorhome and... It ends up going over a cliff, and Bart and Homer head off to try to look for help. Maggie ends up sleeping by some bears, but Lisa and Marge are very, very... They clearly can take care of themselves, because they got a fire going, they got shelter, whereas Bart and Homer end up falling off a cliff into a raging river, they lose their clothes... And then they have to get, like, moss and dirt and whatever to cover up their their guy bits. And then they're sleeping there, freezing, and their teeth are chattering. So, I mean, that's Homer Simpson and Bart for you, but I'd like to hope that on some level that Edward and Ricky are many, many steps above in intelligence than Homer and Bart Simpson. Ricky even goes so far to say... In the manual, it said to hang your food in the tree limbs to keep it away from bears. Or if they had it in a bag or something, all that food, they could have, yeah, hung it on a high tree branch, but can't bears climb trees? I think they can. So I don't know exactly how good that's going to be. <laughs> Boy, that bear really did wreck our
0: campsite. Look, our tent is ruined. All the food is gone. I guess you're going to say you have to go home
3: now, huh? No, heck no. Hey, hey. We're not going to let a minor detail like a rampaging 3,000-pound bear ruin our good
1: time. Right.
3: Right. We're going to stay right here until Sunday noon and get you those badger (laughs) puffs.
0: you're dad you betcha Yo, since all our food is gone that bear won't come back that's right <laughs> okay
3: okay <laughs> we didn't catch any fish and all the food we brought
1: is gone
3: <laughs> but and this is a very important but we can live off the land the fat of the land
0: dad if there's so much fat on this land how come the bear had to eat our food? Good point.
1: Well, we only have 16 hours left. We can survive for 16
3: hours without food, right? Right. Right.
0: How many hours is left now?
3: Forget about food. Come on, I'll tell you what. We'll make a fire and uh, we'll get warm and we'll just get us a good night's sleep, okay?
0: Okay. Okay. You build a fire with what you've gotten. Not a- okay. <laughs> you loosened it. Yeah. Yeah, right.
3: Look, Rick, I think we got enough wood.
2: So the guys kind of take stock of the fact that they are minus a tent, they are minus food, and I guess they think that, well, the bear's head is full of food, so he's not going to come back because there's nothing left, unless, you know, he, <laughs> they never think to the conclusion, well, you, the bear could see you two as food and attack you if it's still hungry, which they don't come to that aspect. So, they don't have any fish either, which is probably just as well cuz I'm sure if the fish if the bear smelled that, he probably would come back. But I thought this is clearly not winter because they're not bears aren't in hi- hibernation yet or I don't know what time of year they start going into hi- hibernation. And at first I thought you know Ricky makes a good point. He's like, "Gee dad, I guess you're going to want to just pack it all up and go home, huh?" And I thought for a second that Edward Edwards was going to say, well, maybe we should. But he's like, no, we got 16 hours left. We're going to get you that your badger paws for this because we're going to be here till noon tomorrow. And it's like, how are they going to even document that they were even there? Are they just going to allow them to go on their word that they were there? I, I don't know. So, Edward's like, you know what? Well, because they're sitting on that log. And Ricky looks at his dad like, how many more hours do we have? And Edward's like, hey, buddy, um, don't worry about that. Don't think about food. I'm going to make us a fire. We're going to go to sleep. And the axe that was in the log that Edward could not pull out for the life of him Ricky just grabs the axe like I'm gonna get more firewood. He pulls the axe right out, and to Edward's surprise, you know he's like, "Wow, jeez, I couldn't even pull that out." And Ricky's like, "Well, you know, you, you loosened it for me." So Edward's like, "All right, son, you know what? Forget extra firewood. We got enough here. What about matches? Does they got? Do they have matches or lighter or something? Can you like like hit stick or stones or?" I know you can rub sticks together and eventually make a fire. So, Ricky sits back down on the log next to his dad. He's like, you know, we're going to have a fantastic fi- time. We'll get a fire going. We'll tell some ghost stories. It's going to be great. Don't tell anyone's bears. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Edward's like, now where are those matches? And Ricky's like, well, you were supposed to bring the matches. You Are you kidding me? Ricky... You're a top-notch kid. You should probably have a list of everything that you need to bring. Go over it. I mean, he's 12, but he can still. He seems like the type of kid that would have a list and they'd go through it and make sure they got everything they need. I think this is going to lead to an argument because they're like, "No, you're supposed to bring the matches." And rah, 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 rah. I bet anything it's going to lead to an ar- argument. Tensions are gonna flare up.
0: Oh, fantastic time. <laughs> Now we're talking ghost stories. Okay, good.
3: Where are the matches?
0: Uh, You were supposed to be the matches.
3: Ghost stories are more fun without a fire. (laughs) Scarier. Besides that, as soon as it gets dark, we'll have plenty of light from the stars.
0: (laughs) It's gonna rain, Dad. No
3: way, no way.
1: Everything else that's
2: happened to us, it can't possibly rain on us. It's the law of average. So they don't argue. What happens is Edward just like, you know what? Ghost stories are better without a fire anyway. And then we hear some thunder, and they both kind of look at each other like, uh-oh. Edward is kind of like, you know, what? it's not going to rain on us. It's the law of averages. With everything else that has happened to us so far, this isn't going to happen. It's not going to rain. No, it does rain. It starts pouring, and the only thing they can really do is they go under that shredded tent and cover themselves. Get those rods out of the way, so if it doesn't, that way if it, the uh, thunder and lightning strikes, you're not going to get electrocuted by those uh, rods, those tent rods or tent poles. All right, we get another time stamp. They've made it to Sunday. It is now 6.58 in the a.m., I'd say pack it up and leave. Are they really going to know if you're not there for another five hours? Come on, just go home.
3: <laughs> Good news, Rick. I found some food.
0: What is it? Grasshoppers. <laughs> want me to eat a bug? Well, the
3: badger manual says they're not only edible, but they're nutritious. I'd
0: rather eat
3: the badger manual. Rick, grasshoppers are a delicacy. Ever heard of chocolate-covered grasshoppers?
0: Yeah.
3: Well, these happen to be light on the chocolate, heavy on the grasshopper. Come on, Rick. You said find your food, and I did. Now, come on. We're awful hungry. Here. Staring
0: at me.
1: Mine, mine,
2: mine too. So Edward, I guess, went out to find something edible to eat as he's like, Ricky, look, I found food. And Ricky's like, yeah, you found food. Edward's got his hat off, and, of course, there's something in the hat. He found grasshoppers, and apparently, according to that Badger Handbook, those things are edible. And Ricky's like, you want me to eat a grasshopper? And Edward's like, well, you've heard of chocolate grasshoppers, haven't you? Well, this is just light on the chocolate and heavy on the grasshopper. So they each take one, and, of course, Edward or uh, Ricky's like, oh, hold on, hold on, here, we, we should pray. And he prays, you know, before, like, before you eat. And then Edward is holding his, and he's like, Rick, mine's staring at me. And Ricky's like, yeah, mine is too. And they just, they free the grasshoppers. It's like, we, we can't eat these. That would be just not right. They didn't have like a little bag of trail mix or something that they could snack from that they could have kept. They could have kept something, a travel size something in their pockets. So they have something on their body. They have nothing to eat. Okay. Tempers are flaring and they are full on yelling at each other now. As Rick is like, dad, I need some real food. And Edward's like, well, and, and Ricky, he, at this point, he's like, let's just go home, get some real food. And Edward kind of turns on him and says, son, we haven't gotten your badger paw, so we can't go home yet. We got, like, five more hours of this that we have to get through. Uh, yeah, they're just uh, really, they're hangry, I guess, huh? They're hungry. Angry-hungry or hungry-angry or whatever you want to call it. They need food in their bodies.
0: <laughs> Dad, I need some real food. Let's go home. We can't go home. We haven't got your badger paws. Made for the badger paws, Dad. I want a Big Mac. <laughs>
1: Ricky,
3: I think you can survive for five hours without a Big Mac. Badger Manual says you can survive for weeks in the woods without food. As long as you got fresh water. Goodness knows we're wearing enough fresh water to last the rest of our life.
0: That's for sure.
3: What we need is something to take our minds off our misery. Let's play a game. What do you want to play? I don't care. Well, I don't care either. Play 20 questions. Fine. Okay. I'm thinking of, uh, something animal.
0: Is it a four-legged animal? Yeah. Do you find it on a farm? Yeah. Hot dog, hamburger, hot dog. T- Ricky! <laughs> you're not playing the darn game. I'm sick of the darn game, I want to eat. Well, so do I. And why is my leg itching
1: like this? <laughs> mm hmm.
3: <laughs> Just like I thought, the bush I fell on back in the woods. Stinging nettle. <laughs> While I was getting your grasshopper. So fine, how do you do it?
0: So you were getting my grasshopper? That's right. That was your brilliant idea. It
3: was not my brilliant idea. It was his brilliant idea. Who is this jerk?
0: Colonel W. Morton Strathmore, founder of the Badgers.
3: Well, well he does have a big nose.
0: <laughs> Dad, a badger never pokes fun in another person's body parts. Well, I'm not
3: a badger, and this guy has the biggest honker I've ever seen in <laughs> Sure,
2: fine. Poor Ricky. He's just so hungry. (laughs) You know, and Edward just wants to finish what they intended in the first place, which was to be out there for 24 hours straight to earn the Badger Paws for Ricky. And Ricky's like, forget Badger Paws, Dad. I want a Big Mac. And Edward kind of starts saying how, son, you can live without a Big Mac. You'll be fine. You don't need it. And besides, in this manual here, it says you can go for weeks without food as long as you have fresh water. And Edward kind of says, you know, given the fact that we have plenty of fresh water in our clothes since they got completely rained on the other night, uh, Ricky is just done with this. He's over it. And Edward says, hey, let's take our minds off of food. We'll play a game. We'll play 20 questions. And Ricky's like, is it an animal? And Edward says, yes. Uh, Okay. Is it an animal on a farm? And, And you know where Ricky is going with this. And then he starts talking about food again. And then Edward gets really... Angry at him. like, son, we're supposed to be playing a game here, and you're thinking about food again. I'm with Ricky at this point, Edward. Just pack it in and leave. Are they really going to know if you duck out five hours early? You made the most of what you could. I mean, yeah, it says in that manual you can go two weeks without food, but if, as long as you have water. But you guys are going to already, you're at each other's throats now. And that is not good for your relationship. Granted, they don't mean it. Ricky's starving, so he's going to take his anger out. Because you know the whole, I didn't even want to come on this trip in the first place, you dragged me out here and everything like that. So after Ricky says, can you find this animal on a farm? Edward's like, yes. Ricky's like, is it hot dog, hamburger, hot food, Sunday? and Edward like cuts off. Okay, Ricky, Ricky, you're not taking this seriously. Yeah, so they are going to start blaming each other. Yep, I kind of figured. And the whole time, Edward is scratching his leg. And then finally, he's like, why is my leg itching like this? And apparently, he looks in the book, and the answer is, like, right there in the print. Stinging nettles. I don't know what that is, if that's a real bush, because he says he fell in a bush. And his, oh my gosh, well, I hope you have ointment. They don't have anything but their bodies and the clothes that they have on their bodies with them. They got nothing. They had Neil Sporn, that bear probably ate it. Yep, they're playing the blame game as Edward's like, well, I got this. I fell in this bush while I was getting your grasshopper. And Ricky's like, my grasshopper? So, and Ricky's like, well, that was your brilliant idea. It's like, I didn't come up with that. And Edward's like, Edward says, that was not my brilliant idea that came from the book. From this guy. He's like, who the hell is this jerk anyway? <laughs> uh, and then he starts, Edward starts making fun of the fact that this guy's got a ginormous honking nose. And Ricky's like, "Dad, you're not that's part of the Badger code. You're not allowed to make fun of body parts." So Ricky kind of takes the uh, the Badger manual and heads off. You know, he needs to like separate from his dad for a moment, so he goes to sit by himself, like, yeah, you guys need to get some space between you." <laughs> so this guy, apparently who wrote this book is a Colonel, something Stratford. W. Stratford or something like that, and Ricky says that he was a general, is that correct? Oh, I'm sorry, no, not a general, he was the founder of this Boy Scout Badger dealio. Like, okay, well, you know, I'm sure whatever this guy wrote in this, he's gotta have some field experience of being out in the woods and what you can and cannot eat. I remember um, watching the movie, what was it, Far From Home, The Adventures of Yellow Dog, and um, the boys in that movie were going to stay out you know, on their property, the woods by their property, and they had a tent, and one of them had picked up a dragonfly, and I guess the dad was kind of going over the things that you can eat, it's like, well, you could eat ants, but there's too much acid in them, you're not going to like them. But I did think that he did say Dragonfly or something like that because they did happen to find one of those. Cause I think in the movie the boy spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie, gets um the ship that he's on with his dad capsizes. So the boy and his dog get his boat that he built. And they're stranded, you know, he and his dog are waiting for help. But he runs out of food. He doesn't have much with him. begin with just these hard rock hard cookies that this girl who who liked him made and he eventually does resort to eating bugs it's like well i've been told that when there's nothing no real food out there these are the things that you can eat to survive i mean if you had other options you would go with them but if you like between you And starving to death, you would eat something because you need to put something in your body to keep you going. Otherwise, you're going to get tired, you're going to get weak. And I don't know how long that Edward and... and So they must have at least gone 12 hours, because I thought that bear destroyed that food around like 6 o'clock. It's now 7 a.m. Sunday morning. So they've gone... Well, maybe they've been sleeping for like 8 hours or something like that, so... But even still, yeah, they're hungry, and they're just getting moody. Rick has had enough. He's like, that's it, I'm going home. And he gets off the rock that he's on, and he's like, that's it, I'm going home. And Edward holds up his finger, like, no, no you're not, son. Get your buddy back. Get yourself back here. You're not going anywhere. And Ricky kind of faces off with his dad. He's like, well, why not? Why can't I go home? And Ricky's, or Edward tells him, well, because we haven't got your badger paws yet. Like, that was the whole point of this trip, to get your badger paws. I'd say forget. Is this the only week that they he can do this? It's like, you have, you joined last week. You joined a week ago, Ricky. They're giving you a week to earn them, or he just wants to earn them so badly so he has something to show for, otherwise Derek and the other guys are going to continue to make fun of him because he hasn't earned anything yet. (laughs) Yeah, Ricky's like, you can take those badger paws and shove them up Colonel so-and-so's nose. Or the the founder of the Badger Patrol. I, oh man, I almost thought when he said you can take those badger paws and shove them up here, I'm like, whoa, no, they did not, they up the nose, basically, <laughs> man, the look at Ricky's face, he is so angry, his eyes are like bugging out, his lips are curled in a snarl, he just, that boy needs some food in him <laughs> to calm him down. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to play this clip. That's it. I'm going
3: home. No, you're not. Why not? Because we haven't got your badger paws yet.
0: You can take those badger paws and shove them up Colonel Strathmore's nose. And why not?
3: There's plenty of room up there. (laughs) Sorry, I heard you dragged me all the way up here just to get those stupid
0: paws. Oh, so I dragged. You. Yeah, that's right! In other words, you never want to go camping in the first place! Right! Again! <laughs> Dad? How come this camping trip didn't turn like I wanted it to? I mean, everything went wrong. No campfire. No fish. No cocoa. No stars
1: nothing. Rick, I
3: had my own image of what this camping trip would be like. Unfortunately, it turned out exactly the way I imagined.
1: (laughs) 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 Ah, son. Everybody has perfect images of the way they want things to be, but sometimes, a lot of times...
3: Things just don't turn out the way we want them to. There's even a word to describe that. What is it? Life. (laughs) Ah, but even if things go badly, you know, you can almost always think back and find something positive.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I thought we could even think about something positive about this trip. I thought we could. You You first. first. (laughs) Well, um, we survived the bear attack. And we lived through a terrible storm.
3: That's right. And we had a great adventure. You know what the best part is? What? Yeah. We did it together.
1: <laughs>
2: so when Ricky makes a joke about shoving those badger paws up that uh, Colonel Founder's nose, Everett just looks at him and says, Well, I don't see why not. There's plenty of room up that guy's nose. And Ricky is... Standing there, he's like eye level, like with his dad. His eyes are like daggers, but the way that Ricky is blowing, you know, his cheeks like in and out, like he's like all this pent up fueled rage, just aiming it straight at his father. It's like, oh my gosh, he's like he's got to get worked up to be angry. And the truth comes out as Ricky's like, I bet you never wanted to go on this trip in the first place, did you? And Edward's like, no, I didn't. I did not want to come up here. So, um, yeah, the truth is out. You know, and, you know, they're angry. and, and, And Ricky kind of feels, you know, he feels bad. He's like, I really wanted this. You know, I had a picture in my mind of what I wanted it to be. There was no campfire. There was no fish. There was no looking at the stars or any of that stuff. You know, he, this. And that's just the thing. The way you. And Edward even says it. You know, I had a way, you know, in my head of how this was going to go this weekend, this night was going to go. And it went exactly as I pictured it. As, you know, horrible. It didn't go off right because. Edward is not a guy who's into camping and he figured it was going to be a disaster. And he just tells Ricky, he's like, Hey buddy, I'm sorry that this happened, but things just the way that we picture them in our mind isn't exactly how it's going to play out in the real world. But on the bright side, he says, well, look at some of the things that, you know, that, you know, we, you know, look at the positive about this. We, and rookie's like, yeah, we survived the bear attack. Um what else did they do? <laughs> um, they survived the rainstorm, so they didn't get electrocuted. Or they didn't and they didn't die of pneumonia. Um You know, and, and Edward says, you know, and the best part about this is that we did this together. And they they do a handshake, and it's so cute, and it's just They, I think they needed to get that, you know, they were both really, Ricky was really hungry, it's just, these things had to be said, that air had to be cleared, because there was so much tension in that. Like, yeah, you had to. But Ricky must have known that his dad did not want to go up there with... It wasn't just not going up there with him. He didn't want to go, period, regardless of who was with him. He's not a camping guy. But Edward, you're a parent. So that means sometimes you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do. Like, if your kid is in the Scouts and he's got to earn this badge, you you help him achieve that. You can go skiing any dang time of the year in fact i think later this season they have another ski trip planned so suck it up do this for your son you've only had him for two months i was telling jeremy on the drive home somewhere about this episode no i was coming home from work and i was mentioning this episode and i just said he's had ricky for what two months now don't start shirking your fatherly responsibilities and say, oh, sorry, son. That's not my thing. I'm not into camping. But you go, you, it's supposed to be a father-son thing. It's supposed to be a bonding experience and that they can work together and be one with nature. But I love the audience reaction when Ricky, after they're, you know, been yelling at each other. And Ricky turns and his head is down because I thought, yeah, he was going to tear up. And I love the audience reaction as they're like, aww, this is sad. I just, I love in that moment that cue. You know, we never did learn why they didn't catch any fish. They just didn't catch any fish. So the credits kind of come up because, you know, they always do that at the very last, like, Major scene just before the credits actually roll, and they kind of you know um, Joel and Ricky Joel Higgins is Edward and Ricky Schroeder is Ricky Stratton. They kind of you know they hold the pose and everything, and then when the um the credits like are off the screen because they have one extra scene after that. I like how Edward kind of um moves like because Ricky has bangs so he kind of like gets the bangs out of Ricky's, they're not in his eyes, but I guess they he kind of moves them. And then Ricky does the same thing to, to Edward. I don't know if that was a character thing or whether it was just the actress like, oh, here, let me, because it's a cute father-son gesture, I guess. You know, this whole time, Edward has mainly had that hat on, so his hair is pretty dry. Ricky's hair looks like... It's been damp for a while. Like, whatever water they use to, you know, make rain for this episode, you saw Ricky getting his hair wet. And it still looks damp. So, Ricky thanks his dad, like, Hey, Dad, thank you so much for helping me stick this out, because I really do want to earn those badger paws. Let me guess, Edward's gonna to like, Well, we got five hours left if you want to, like, just hang out here. Or is he going to say, why don't we just go home and, you know, we'll say that we, we did this. We spent 24 hours. (laughs) Because how are the people going to really know? They're not. Yes, that would be cheating. But still, it's five hours. They spent the majority out there. And Ricky brings up a good point. They did learn from their mistakes. He's like, next time when we're out here, we'll be more prepared. And I can only imagine that Edward's going to be like, um, next time, you and your friends can do this. <laughs> I don't want any part of it anymore.
0: That's making me stick it out, Dad. I, I really do want to earn them badger paws.
3: Well, I want you to have them badger paws. And
0: you know, I just thought another good thing. Mm. <laughs> we learned from our mistakes. We'll be more prepared next time we go camping.
3: Yes, we will. Next time... <laughs>
2: Yeah, ever just looks at Ricky's like, "Oh, uh next time?" Like, no, that's not happening. <laughs> no, that's this was enough for. Ricky, this was enough for your dad. I I cannot see him going camping again like ever after this experience. I mean, go you, you got about this one time for the badger paws, but hopefully nothing you don't have to earn any other badges that have to deal with camping in the woods again. Which I don't think he should. But anyway, guys, that is the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I know this episode actually took me a couple days to finish. But... Alright, so the train rating for this episode. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a 3 out of... Two... Uh, 3 out of 5. Um, The two things I didn't care for... I did... I didn't like the fact that it's just ever wanting to go on the ski trip so bad when he could do this any time and when his son really needed him. I mean, he finally gave in after Kate, and that's the thing. I gotta you know the one out of the three things I liked about. I liked that Kate like is like. Edward, if you don't do the... Sure, Ricky will get over Because she says at first, you know, Ricky will get over this. You know, he'll be fine. And Edward's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure he will be. But then she's like, although this could technically scar him for life, and then he'll go to grow to resent you, and then he'll take up a life of crime, and then he'll be in prison. So she pretty much guilts Edward into taking Ricky, which I didn't see any other way that this was going to work if she didn't. Um... The other things I thought were cute were, um, when the grasshoppers. When they're gonna eat those grass. I don't think those grasshoppers were real. I really, really don't. But I thought that was really, really cute. How they're lo- like, son, uh, my grasshopper's looking at me. Ricky is like, dad, mine's looking at me too. Like, well. The grasshopper is probably freaking out because it's no it knows that it's going to be oh, I'm sorry, but no. I've not had chocolate grasshoppers, so I don't know if they're good or or not. Um and the other thing that I liked was At the end, I liked at the end that they worked, you know, they talked about the positive things of this trip. Yes, it really stunk. You know, they got rained on the bear. Supposedly, if it even was a bear, because whatever was in that bush that was shaking around could not have been a bear. It could have been some other animal. Although Ricky did say that he saw, like, bear paw prints in the ground and also supposedly a big giant bear dump that I guess the bear after eating all that food decided to just take a dump right there, right where their campsite was. All that food just, I mean, we saw probably what, I think it was like Slim Jim wrappers, something that looked like a styrofoam Big Mac box or McDonald's box of a hamburger or something to that effect and probably other like snack goods. So, <laughs> I, guess, I guess, but, is a bear known to also eat the wrappers of foods? Like, he'll eat the whole thing. I mean, he's not gonna, his paws and claws are too big to be able to just open these wrappers and just take the food. I don't know. I've not seen a bear scavenge for food, so I don't know how they do it. Um, But, yeah that that was the uh I do three things. Um the other thing I didn't like I didn't like Derek. Of course, I don't really I'm not I'm not a big Derek fan. I don't like the fact that he blackmailed his father into saying, "Oh, I'll tell mom about your girlfriend if you don't take me camping." <laughs> Which he's like, "Oh, I just took a shot in the dark. I figured maybe he probably does or doesn't." That kid has got the worst home life. I can see why his father probably put him in military school. This boy clearly hates his parents, or does not, has a deep loathing of them, especially his father. Oh, I gotta say, okay, the third thing I liked about, uh, um, the episode, um, I liked that Edward tries to take their mind off of food by doing the 20 questions game, and I haven't played 20 questions since I was a child, so I can't remember... Do you, say some, do you say what you're partially thinking? Like, okay, I'm thinking of an animal, or I'm thinking of an inanimate object, or I'm thinking of a type of food. Do you give them a hint going into it, and then they have 20 questions? I'm not sure. Um, so for the silver spoonful for this episode, I'm going to... Parents, if your kids have an activity and they need a parent, to be included in it especially if it comes to you know boy scouts girl scouts or whatever I don't even know if it's actually called girl scouts and boy scouts anymore it's probably changed I don't know but if there's an activity that needs a parent don't don't say I have other things to do do that with your kid okay Going, if you reject them, say, no, sorry, I have something better or more important than I want to do, you're really hurting that kid's, their self-esteem and just making them feel like what you need to do is more important than them. So, always, you know, put your kids first. Or, or if, if it's something that's very, very important that you cannot get out of, have a compromise. There's always gonna be something like I'm we will or set aside time to do it, maybe not that day, but another day or something. Just don't shut your kids out like that, and just like I said, I but you know, I don't have kids. This is just if I were a child and I had to have a parent do an activity with me that was required to earn a badge or something like that. I would hope that they would more than willingly, yes, I will do that with you. Because I want you to have good self-esteem and confidence and, you know, earn your badges. So, all right. Well, let's talk about the next episode that will go up later this week. Probably closer to the weekend. All right. All right. Season 1, episode 11. We're getting in the double digits. A little magic. Based on Derek's advice, uh, big bad Derek Taylor again, (laughs) and a misunderstood conversation, Ricky is convinced Kate has fallen in love with him. Whoa. Determined to find someone else for her, he decides to play matchmaker between her and his father Alright right there is no oh that old black magic okay that's a song that's gonna play in the next episode so i'm looking forward to this episode just because you know this is episode 11 we have seen little cutesy flirtations between kate and edward i don't know how long that she's actually been working for him My assumption is that she's been working for him for the last few years. Because she's got to be, ever has got to be in his 30s. She's got to be maybe in her late 20s, maybe early 30s. They got to be close in age. But, you know, with the whole thing, like, remember on the walkie-talkie, he's calling her, um, foxy lady. (laughs) It's, It's just, it's cute. And the whole thing with um the honor they father episode when Edward has that rope and he hands it to Kate and he's pulling on it to kind of give her an example of his relationship with his father's kind of a, a a rope pulling you know tug of war contest between the two of them and the way that She, like, is pulling on the rope and bringing Edward closer. You know, he's in that suit of armor. I swear, for a split second, the smile on her face, I thought they were going to kiss for a split second. Like, no, no, no. But I believe in this next episode, we do get their first kiss. Edward and Kate's first kiss, and of course, being that they work, she works for him. He is her boss. He writes her checks. On I'll get it into that down the road. Find out when this episode actually aired. Was December fourth, nineteen eighty-two. Wow, oh, getting close to my very first Christmas on this earth. I don't remember it, but uh, yeah. All right, now I want to say hey. I want to give a shout-out because I remembered that I did post a little something on the Punky Power Facebook page here about that. All right, so I said I'll give a shout-out on Sunday's, which is now Tuesday's podcast episode, for someone who can guess this episode of Punky Brewster and if you know the guy Punky is talking to. This is the first episode of season two, season two, episode one, entitled The K.O. Kid. And Alyssa guessed it right, Marvin Hagler. Also, Shakisha also got it right, marvelous Marvin Hagler. And I believe there's somebody on Instagram who also answered it correctly, so I'll give a shout out to them. So, I'm also giving a shout out to ya boy Froze. She's talking to boxing legend Marvelous Marvin Hagler. And I do got some uh, new likes on the Facebook Punky Power podcast page. Let me get to those. We have Kimberly Smith and Daniel. I wait, no, that's for the uh, Mr. Belvedere one. Okay, here we go. Jaderson Pachiko, I apologize if I pronounce your last name wrong and your first name wrong, I am so sorry. Here we go, I got it on the right page. So Jaderson, K-E-A-T-A, I, how do you, I'm sorry. Uh, here's a, an, another person E C L E S S E T F Eccles? I'm sorry. Kimberly Gale, Gerita Sanchez. So thank you for liking the page. I hope you enjoy the Punky Power podcast and also the Silver Spoons podcast. Now let's give a shout out to the listeners on SoundCloud. We have Mexico, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Ogden, Utah, Peterborough, Canada, Guymon, Oklahoma, Jamaica, Plain, Massachusetts, New London, Connecticut, Toulouse, France, Sun Valley, Nevada, Los Angeles, California, Minnesota, Graysonville, Maryland, Portage wisconsin mountain view california and robinson creek kentucky thank you all for listening to the podcast i hope you enjoy it and you keep listening and i will be back later this week with season one episode 11 a little magic have a great tuesday afternoon and evening bye bye